Welcome to Had to Be There, the podcast that allows you to explore the world's greatest destinations through the stories of those who have been there. Here to ignite the wanderlust within, your host and favorite travel planner, Kelly Acevedo. Hey dudes, welcome back to Had to Be There, the podcast that takes you on unforgettable journeys around the world with a new guest every week. I'm your host, Kelly, and this is episode 72. In this week's episode, you're going to meet my new best friends, Austin and Monica. They're going to let us tag along on a road trip that they had along the California coast. I think you guys are really going to like their energy and their vibe. Uh, These two are a couple of digital nomads who I always say, you know, that's the dream, right? They can travel because they work from anywhere. And that's such a scary concept to me, but also so exhilarating and fascinating. And I love talking to people who took the leap and are thriving. And these two are certainly an example of that. I can't wait for you guys to hear our conversation. But before we get into that, we have some news to catch up on. Okay, okay, so let's get okay, into okay. It. So much news from the world. So hey, put your sound up. You know why? I think it's time for our weekly roundup. Weekly roundup. <laughs> Welcome back to the weekly roundup, my fellow travel enthusiasts. I've got an adventure-packed segment for you today. So fasten your seatbelts and let's dive right in. Calling all foodies, brace yourselves for the ultimate culinary extravaganza. The Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, presented by Corksicle, is coming Trust me when I say this is the time of year all your taste buds have been eagerly waiting for. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, but from July 27th to November 18th, you need to be ready. You know, bring your stretchy pants with you (laughs) for this gastronomic journey around the world. With nearly 30 global marketplaces tantalizing your senses, you'll be treated to an array of flavors, ingredients, and signature delights from various countries. I'm talking about the mouth-watering dark chocolate fondue from the Alps and the irresistible chalikilis from Flavors of America. And guess what? We have not one, not two, but four brand new global marketplaces to explore this year. Char and Chop, Wine and Wedge, Bubbles and Brine, and the highly anticipated Swirled Showcase. That's where you would find me. (laughs) Believe me when I tell you, you don't want to miss the Salted Caramel Soft Serve. Doesn't that sound so good? Oh, and prepare for a wild culinary adventure at the Brew Wing Lab courtesy of the ingenious Dr. Bunsen Honeydew and Beaker from Muppet Labs. It's going to be a feast for all your senses. If you want to check out the 
foodie guide to the Food and Wine Festival. It dropped this week. I'll put a link in the show notes for you. You need to check it out. Now, for all my Big Hero 6 fans, brace yourselves because something incredible is coming to the West Coast Disney Park. Get ready to step into the vibrant world of San Francisco Square at Disney California Adventure Park. Each spot will offer a diverse menu featuring delectable treats like the unforgettable shrimp katsu sandwich and the flavor-packed beef birria ramen. And guess what? The Baymax Sipper is making its grand debut. This is the moment you've been waiting for, guys. Attention, globetrotters, thrill seekers, and adventure enthusiasts. Buckle up because we have an unbeatable offer that will ignite your wanderlust like never before. Picture it. Select 2024 Europe and North America Globus Choice Tours and brace yourselves for an adventure that will redefine the way you explore. What sets Globus Choice Tours apart, you ask? Well, for starters, double the fun because twice the included choice excursions of your typical tour are included. That's right, twice the adventure, twice the personalized experiences, all without any extra expense. Choose from 12 incredible tours across Europe and North America where you can customize your vacation in at least two ways on every your choice day. Whether that's a nature walk through these breathtaking landscapes or indulging in wine flights that will transport your taste buds to cloud nine, the options are endless and included in the package price. Plus, your experienced Globus guide will take you to the front of the line straight through the door and inside the most awe-inspiring places at each destination. So seize this golden opportunity and book now to save a whopping $500 per couple on select 2024 Europe and North America Globus Choice Tours. Two adventures for you. Are you waiting for me to talk about the ultimate in relaxation and pampering? Well, here we go. We're about to escape to paradise with the inclusive collection part of Hyatt Hotels and Resorts. I'm talking a collection of five extraordinary resort brands, each designed to cater to your unique lifestyle and stage of life. Whether you're seeking a dream vacation, a destination wedding, or a boutique wellness haven, the inclusive collection has got you covered but they're running an exclusive offer that is not gonna last forever. So get in touch with your favorite Academy Travel affiliate and book now to receive $200 in resort coupons to elevate your experience even further. It is time to pamper yourself. You have earned it. And finally, we're exploring turquoise waters, cascading waterfalls, and a serene beach that stretches as far as the eye can see. I'm talking about Sandals Duns River, the all-new resort in beautiful Jamaica. 
the folks over at Sandals are about to take romance and luxury to new heights. Imagine stepping onto your balcony and being greeted by an infinite shore. The Jamaica's first sky pool suites are a class of their own. Dive into your private pool that stretches across the length of the balcony and lose yourself in the breathtaking view where the ocean meets the horizon. Book your stay with me and you'll be treated to up to 55% off and up to $605 in instant credit for your romantic vacation of four nights or longer. This is the grand opening offer that you cannot afford to miss. Whew. Okay, that was a whirlwind of news and updates. But that concludes this week's weekly roundup. I hope you're excited about some of these incredible opportunities. To find out more or start planning your dream vacation, you can drop me an email or visit hadtobethere.net slash vacations to get started. Remember, the world is just waiting for you to come out and explore. So I'll be back next and every week with more updates and travel promos from Disney and beyond right here on the Weekly Roundup. Get ready to experience the magic and adventure of a legendary coastal highway like never before. Join us on an epic road trip along this iconic route. Feel the wind in your hair as we navigate the twists and turns surrounded by coastal wonders shortly you spellbound. As the sun sets in a fiery blaze of colors, witness the pure poetry of nature as surfers ride the waves amidst the backdrop of an unforgettable sunset. Let the road guide you as you discover the extraordinary wonders along the road. This is Highway One. Austin and Monica, welcome to the Had to Be There podcast. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having us. We're so excited to be here. I'm so excited to talk to you guys today and hear your story. Before we jump in, can you introduce yourselves to our audience and tell us a little about you? Yeah, definitely. So we are Austin and Monica. We are college sweethearts who, um, after graduating college, we um, tried to join the Peace Corps. Um, but then we were supposed to leave 2020, so that didn't happen. We didn't end up mm. leaving, but we just, our adventurous souls were crying out to go out and travel. And so we ended up starting a business, which has allowed us to travel the world. We love connecting with people. We love food. We love being outside. Is there anything else? Does that sum us up pretty well? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Where are you from originally? So I grew up in California, uh, just outside of Sacramento, and Monica grew up in Tri-Cities, Washington. Um, we met in Idaho, okay. and we've been um, 
I mean, we've been moving nonstop since then, so that's where we grew up. Yeah. Amazing. I love it. So tell me a little bit about your relationship to travel. Um, did you get to travel much growing up with your families or were you bitten by the travel bug later in life? <laughs> How did this happen? My experience traveling with my family was always to the same place. We always went to the same beach. We always went on the same trips. It was always back and forth between California and Utah, sometimes Idaho. <laughs> um, but my, my dad traveled a lot and he always shared with us, um, like he would bring us back things from where he traveled to, mostly for work. Um, and he talked mm -hmm. to us a lot about the places that he went to. So that kind of got me curious. For me, it my first trip was to Ireland right after I graduated high school. Um, and then after that, I lived in Paraguay as a missionary for two years. Um, and wow. so it was after those two experiences, I'm like, I got to keep doing this because this is fun. <laughs> um, so that yeah, really, that's what amazing. got me started and got me really interested in it. I so love it. How about you, Monica? Early... Yeah. So my family, we both grew up in really big families, but my family, um, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. And so we traveled as much as money would permit, which mostly meant um, like a yearly road trip to the Oregon coast kind of thing. Um, my mom is a really big traveler. She loves to travel. And so I, I think it was kind of hard for her to not be able to travel as much as she wanted to um, growing up. But she always made sure that at least at least a couple times a year we were going on road trips. Um, and then I had a similar experience with as Austin as I went um, and lived in Peru for 19 months. Um, and that's how my travel journey, wow. like, that's where I really got the travel bug. And then, I mean, it's just, it's yeah. addicting, you know, the more you travel, the more you want to travel. Right, right. There's just so much out there. I mean, yes, amazing. it's a big world. <laughs> I love it. So tell me first where you're taking us today and how did we get here? <laughs> so <laughs> this is such a fun story to share. So this was a Pacific Coast road trip that Monica and I, we had been talking about doing for a long time. And this was during 2020. We had been kind of cooped up for a while because of the pandemic. And so we were really looking for a way to um, get out and go on a little trip. And so what we were able to do at the time was um, a trip down the West Coast. So we started in Seattle and drove all the way down to San Diego. And I don't remember exactly how this happened. Somehow my brother and his wife kind of invited themselves on this trip with us. It was supposed to be an anniversary trip for the two of us. And then somehow it ended up being the four oh. of us on an anniversary trip. Again, I don't know how that happened. Oh, how romantic. Happened, but, um, I mean, they almost brought their baby. So at least that didn't happen. So it was just the four of us. Uh, me and Monica, my brother and his wife. Um, and most of the trip was really, really good. Um, but there's one little blip right in the middle of our story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love it. So take us, take us through it. Okay. All right. So this is probably about halfway through, right? So we had, we had probably been on the road five days ish and we had hit all these really cute towns we hit all the way through um washington oregon we made it into california and we um were going let's see how did it all start we were going around a corner right and the the van we were in started shutting off and so like the engine would cut off and we we're like going down like, like the electricity to the like the, oh no the odometer <laughs> stopped working and the lights stopped working so uh, I don't remember exactly what the problem was, but it was something with the electrical system. So yeah. Kind of misfiring or something like 
And I don't know if you've been on Highway 1, but it's like hairpin turns with like cliff drop-offs. So it's like not the oh, best God. place to have your car malfunction. Oh um, my gosh. Yeah, so it was terrifying. So we pulled out like, we literally, it was like this hairpin turn, like 180 degree turn. And then there was a little pull-off where we pulled off to our car. Um, and where we pulled off, we we didn't have any service. <laughs> so we oh, ended no. up having to run around the 180 curve and run up half a mile trying not to get hit by any cars like flying around these blind corners to a little gas station where we had like two bars of service where we could like oh try to God. contact some help. Well, no, it wasn't service. We had to connect to their Wi-Fi. So this is just, this was like 100 miles north of San Francisco in this little town called Fort Ross. And um, I mean, beautiful, beautiful area. But yeah, we so we stopped our car. I think, I, I don't remember if it, broke down or if we stopped it to see what was happening and then it wouldn't start again. it wouldn't start again after that so so we're stranded in this area with no service um, we're trying to contact the funny thing is my brother had just purchased triple a specifically for this trip he's like if anything goes wrong we can call triple a they can get us out of a, whatever situation well they have a policy where it's like within a hundred miles they'll tow your car for like that was the plan and I think right. we were like 120 miles outside of like, from where barely outside because because oh, my no. family is from california and so it just so happens that where we broke down was in the middle of california not too far from my parents home so we're our first plan was well let's just get it towed take it back home you know take it to a mechanic shop there and get it fixed like 120 miles away so it's like just outside of what was included in our plan um so that wasn't gonna work and so we're trying to figure out, okay, maybe we take it to a mechanic shop in San Francisco. So um, we're trying to make those kind of plans. And then the, all the details are a little bit fuzzy, but that wasn't going to work out. <laughs> so we're like, okay, maybe we'll just stay yeah. right here. There's a hotel across the street from this gas station, um, but all the rooms were booked out. So we couldn't stay Well, there. so backing up just a, just a smidge here, I'll fill in some of these details that are a little fuzzy. Austin's... Um, <laughs> Austin's brother and our sister-in-law, they don't travel very much. And so any kind of like bump in the road really threw them for a loop. And so they were yeah. super stressed out. And it was his car, his brother's his brother's car, uh, Spencer's car. Oh, no. And he, um, it was his AAA plan, right? So he was like making all these phone calls. And finally I was like, hey, like, what are you doing? Like, can you like include us in the plan? Can we make plans together? And he was like, well, right. I'm trying to figure out where to tow the car and like, like freaking out. And so we're like, well, okay. Like what if we like towed it to San Francisco? But by the time we got to that plan, cause that was our next destination on this road trip. It was like, let's just get to our next destination. There's going to be car places in San Francisco. We can figure it out there. By the time we got to that plan, all of the mechanics were closed in San Francisco. It was like evening oh, time. No. <laughs> And AAA was like, we will not drop it off at a closed mechanic. You have to drop it off at, like, a legit mechanic that knows the car's coming. Yeah. And we're like, okay. <laughs> so that's not going to work. So then we're trying to call Austin's parents because they were, like, what, an hour and a half away. And we're like, okay, like, if you can get Spencer. Spencer had a truck at home. We're like, get Spencer's truck. You can bring like a little, they had a little car trailer and we'll just tow the car ourselves. Like, and I'll be great. And so like, great. Like, that's what we'll do. It'll be awesome. So we run back down the road to our van 
and we we're up without service and we're like well i guess we'll just like hike down to the beach so we're hanging out at the beach and eventually like a couple hours later we're like well you should probably go check they should have been here by now <laughs> so we run back up to get to the wi-fi and and um austin's parents call us and they're like um spencer's truck won't start <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. so they were having all sorts of issues on their side yeah. so his truck wasn't starting for whatever mm-hmm. reason so we weren't going to be able to get that truck out to tow his car and so the next oh, option was to have my parents borrow their uh their neighbor's truck and use that truck to come get us well their neighbors were out of town and so oh, they, they finally were able to connect with their neighbors and ask them to borrow the truck but then the, what was it? The, the tail. Ta- they had the no. They had the wrong oh, the tail, tail hitch. hitch. The they hitch. couldn't attach the trailer to it. Oh. So they had to go to the store yeah. to get a new hitch, but they didn't have the hitch that they needed. Yeah, and then all the stores oh were closed. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> and so oh at, at this point, like Spencer and Janelle, their their nerves are so shot. They're so stressed. They're like, you know what? I just I just want to go home now and we're like we have to finish we've made it this far we've come this far (laughs) yeah seriously so we decided that they were going to bring our little car out and we would continue our road trip in our car um but we went we went back to the beach and we didn't know that they weren't coming until like nine o'clock at night and that's when we were like oh (laughs) we don't have anywhere to sleep like we're on a really scary road it's getting dark yeah what are we gonna do and that's when we started looking at the hotel across the street yeah when we found out that they were all booked at they were either booked or closed but it wasn't gonna work out to stay there Mm -hmm. i think they were all booked out and there's i mean it was a really small motel not a lot of rooms anyway and so right we actually we there was a very, very nice lady who was running the gas station there at, at Fort Ross. I wish I remembered her name, but shout out to her wherever she is. They were so good to us. <laughs> the Had to Be There podcast is brought to you by Vacations by Kelly, where your host becomes your travel agent. As a proud affiliate of Academy Travel, Kelly specializes in Disney destinations and can help with all non-Disney excursions worldwide as well. When you book with Kelly, you're getting much more than a travel agent. You're getting a personalized concierge level travel partner. And the best part? Her services are completely free. It's true. So when you're ready to make your next travel dream a reality, Vacations by Kelly is ready to make it happen. Visit hadtobethere.net slash vacations to get started. And at this point, it was it was dark. And so running that 180 turn, like we literally had to sprint it because we couldn't see if any cars were coming. They couldn't see us. It oh was my so, God. so scary. And we we're like, I don't want to carry. We didn't want to carry all of our stuff and try to run it in the dark. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the middle of all this car shenanigans going on, there was a motorcyclist who was taking that mm-hmm. turn and actually hit the guardrail. Yeah. And had to get life lighted out. You were like watching them get life lighted out. And we're like, this is where we've been running. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. Like we heard them hit the railing. We saw these cars stop and help them. It was terrible. We're picking them up. We're like, this place has awful juju. We're... What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get the hell out of Dodge. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. It was nuts. So that made us a lot more cautious after we saw that to, to walk that yeah. road. Like, gonna walk this road as, as infrequently as we can so we decided to stick on the beach um it was a beautiful beach it was like this 
this little um, alcove, it was kind of secluded. Like, the only way to get to it was either walking down the cliffside or like, taking a boat or something in. So it was, it was mm -hmm. secluded, pretty private. Hundreds and hundreds of abalone shells. Yeah, Holy, we found, like, incredibly beautiful huge shells. ones, too. So we just spent wow. the whole next morning uh, just walking along the beach while we waited for my parents to bring our car. Just stroll up and down the beach for hours just picking up shells. It was yeah. incredible. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, it ended up being a really nice, um, evening, really nice morning. Um, it was a little bit tense with, um, Austin's brother and sister-in-law for a while. We kind of played marriage counselor a little bit cause we we're like, we should work this out a little bit. But then, um, so as much as I would like to say that's the end of our story, it's, uh, not quite the end of our story. Um, so the next morning, um, my Austin's parents were able to figure out the tail hitch thing. Uh, they had trouble with the brake lights. They couldn't get the brake lights working, so they had to work on that. So by the time they got to us, it's like 1 in the afternoon, and we're starving, oh my and we're tired, and we're just ready yeah. to be done. Um, and on their way down Highway 1, again, like super narrow road, like two-lane highway, hairpin turns, the brakes in the truck went out. And so they're like literally like swerving down the road, like the car is oh smoking. My God. <laughs> it's crazy. So eventually, eventually they got to us. Um, but like literally smoking. Like it was. Out of <laughs> yes, their their truck was smoking when they got to us, and we're like, Oh my God. Oh, we just need to leave. This is terrible. The more people we bring into this, the worse it gets. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so luckily, like, they made it, everything was okay, and they were able to, like, our car was fine, it was, like, kind of dented from, from the, um, we have some, some scars on our car from this trip now, um, <laughs> and then they had, we had to get the van onto the trailer, so it's one of those trailers where it's, like, just the first two wheels of your car get hooked onto it, you right, know what I'm talking about? Right, right. Mm -hmm. um, but the car the van the van was parked up the hill yes so we had to somehow get it up the trailer was in front of the van yeah and so we had to push the van uphill to get it onto the trailer oh my god that was a doozy. yeah and then austin's austin's dad i love this i love this part of the story because it cracks me oh up. my god he decided that the best way to try and <laughs> get the car on the trailer instead of pushing the van up onto the trailer his idea was to leave the van where it is and back the trailer up into the van well and the goal was the to get the, the van moving forward and back the trailer up at the same time and it oh i see i see it kind of worked no it didn't work <laughs> well no what we had to do is the guy so some guy in his little sedan was like i'll just push the van with my little car and we're like that's really nice of you, but I don't think that's going to work. So we tried that for a while. They tried to push the van with the sedan forward at the same time that Austin's dad backed up the trailer. It didn't work at all. Oh my and God. finally I was like, hey, um, don't we have jumper cables? Can't we just like hook up the car, the, the van to this guy's sedan and just long enough to get it onto the trailer and like keep the battery working? And that's how we finally got it on. But I was like, this whole thing, it's just, I was like, is this even real life anymore? Like, am I dreaming? Right. What is happening? <laughs> so, uh, my brother Spencer and his wife decided to end their road trip. They were done. At that point. <laughs> um, they took their cars, both of their cars back to go get fixed. <laughs> 
Monica and I continued on our way. We finished our road trip. We had to skip our stop in San Francisco and our second stop in Monterey um, because just of timing. Uh, so we kind of skipped Central California a little bit. And, and it was all on fire at the time as well. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So it was like, no one's going to believe this. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So usually I would ask people, like, why should other people add this experience to their bucket list? <laughs> but I feel like maybe they shouldn't. Yeah. Like, if you do Highway you, 1, you be me. careful of that area. <laughs> that specific experience. It was a little bit stressful. Um, it's a lot of it stressful. But what I would say is, I mean, we found a way to make good out of that really crummy situation. Um, we were stuck in the area for like 26 hours um, before we wow. were able to finally leave. But if it weren't for that, yeah. we wouldn't have found this incredibly beautiful private beach. Yeah. We never would have had that experience. We had always we wanted to go camping on the beach, and that was like the perfect opportunity. The gas station uh, was incredibly kind. So, like, we were able to find really positive things from it that wouldn't have happened otherwise. Mm -hmm. And I, <clears throat> well, this particular experience, this story wouldn't be something I would add to your bucket list. I would definitely add the Highway <laughs> 1 road trip down uh, the coast. It is okay. gorgeous. <laughs> and there are so many cute yeah. little towns you can stop at, and they all have their own little personalities. That I mean, that trip was so fun. We talk yeah. about that trip all the time still. I, I would highlight definitely in between Seattle and like Redding, California. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal. Or, um, okay. Or Bragg, California. Like right in between those areas, spectacular. Yeah. Uh, nothing against California. Wow. I'm from there myself. But Central California, it's not, I mean, it's good, but not as good as yeah, so the, the, the northern part. It's just, there's something really special. Fair enough. We like it. <laughs> So now, do you guys have any kind of running tally as to how many places you've been able to visit? Kind of. We have, yeah. a, uh, we have a little scratch map of um, the world, all the different countries we've been to, and then the uh, U.S. map of all the different states we've been to. Yeah, off the top all of right, my head, so I don't know what's your number? I... Where are we at? <laughs> I was trying to remember that while he was talking. I was like, I think it's nine I think it's country? ten countries. Ten just, countries? kind of like a couple weeks ago. I think it's ten countries. And um, All right. we've hit the Western U.S. pretty hard. We have mm. yet to visit a lot of the Eastern United States. Yeah. Okay. All right. I won't take offense to it. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we get it's on the list. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so are you guys ready to play Passport Picks? Yes. Let's do it. Tell us your favorite from all your trips. Tell me your uh, favorite destination that you visited and why does it stand out to you? Um, I really like this question, but it's, it's hard to choose because every place is unique in its own way. And I know that sounds really cheesy, but it's true. Um, I love all my children equally. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> but if I had to pick one, 
Monica and I just recently came back from a trip to Southeast Asia, and our favorite place there was Thailand. It was absolutely incredible. Yeah. It's, it sounds cliche to say that, but Thailand was just so over-the-top magical. Like, everything about Thailand was fabulous. The food, the people, the oh culture, God, the weather was nice. It was just 10 out of 10. Yep. It was good. Excellent. Great answer. Do you have a favorite travel experience that was unplanned that maybe went better than this one (laughs) yeah definitely um i mean we have several there's so many that come to mind but one that came to mind when we were in vietnam is that we kind of um i found a facebook group and i just kind of put it out like hey like we're here in vietnam for a month like i want to connect with people and all of a sudden everyone's like hey like do you like games? We like games and we are big game people. So we're like, okay. So we went and we played games and we met the most delightful people. They were so fun to hang out with. And then we ended up getting connected with somebody who then took us surfing and took us to go play volleyball. And like, we just kind of got like wrapped up. Like they just really embraced us as part of their group. And it was kind of domino. So fun. Several different social groups, social events that we got uh, to be a part of. Yeah. Made some business connections. Yeah, everything was fabulous. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Do you have a favorite local food or drink that you've tried while traveling? Monica has been so excited. I miss it, too. Okay, first of all, (laughs) all the food in Thailand was so good. (laughs) But... The one thing that I miss the most is iced cocoa. So it's like this drink that tastes like just like melted chocolate. And it's and it's hot in Thailand. And this drink is so good. And it's like, what, like 25 cents? And you get like a huge thing of it. And I could have drank that like four times a day and been totally happy. (laughs) Actually, all the the entire drink scene in Thailand is good. They have really good smoothies, uh, really good mixed drinks. yeah, but the ice cocoa, though. But the ice cocoa is <laughs> in a spot for Monica. Yeah. Okay, ice cocoa, check. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you have a favorite way to immerse yourself into a new culture? Uh, yeah, so one of our favorite ways has been to... I mean, you don't want to like invite yourself to people's places. That can be kind of rude, I guess, but... Um, whenever we have a chance, we try and get together with um, local families to have dinner with mm-hmm. them or get together for some event. Um, it's like in Guatemala, we had dinner, several dinners with some local families who mm-hmm. cooked for us. Um, again, in Thailand, uh, we had um, we were invited to um, this girl's birthday party. We didn't even know her, but we knew the people who knew her. And so we got invited <laughs> by proxy, I guess. Um and it was spectacular. It was just so much fun. And we learned a lot about um, the people there and the, the people in that city. And um, it's just a really fun, natural, easy way to learn about um, other people, um, especially because food is such a good connector. Yeah. Everyone loves food. Well, and yeah. everyone needs food. Like everyone, everyone eats, you know, so it's like a really good shared right. moment you can have. Right. So, yeah, I would say. Um, How do have a you go about inviting yourself to somebody's house? <laughs> <laughs> in a foreign country for dinner. <laughs> yeah. How does that... that come up naturally in conversation? <laughs> Good question. Um, I would probably start by going to groups, going to places that you have shared interests with, you know, with people. Like if you enjoy 
like for us it, um, in Thailand, it was through our church. Um, in Guatemala, it was through um, a humanitarian group that mm-hmm. we were a part of. So we had uh, a shared interest in um, the Guatemalan education system. Mm-hmm. So like start getting connected in a group. Um, what, maybe it's game nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's like surfing classes or something. And then you'll meet people there who have a similar interest and you kind of get connected with them through there. Mm-hmm. Um, we also met that lady in Vietnam through a Facebook group. Well, and I think a really easy way is just to get curious. Be like, hey, like, where is the best place to get cow soy? And then they'll be like, oh, I make the best cow soy. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have so. to meet my mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so just asking for recommendations, getting curious. Like, like hey, what food should I try? Show me where to go, you know? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the best food? Wink, wink. <laughs> What's your specialty? <laughs> Do you have a favorite travel tip or hack or piece of advice that either somebody bestowed on you or that you picked up along the way? Yes, my favorite travel tip recommendation would be as soon as you can, when you're traveling somewhere new, walk around the area as much as you can. Either do a walking tour or just even better, actually, just kind of wander. Just wander around, just walk around, get to know the area, um, not from a map, not from your phone, but just go walk around and look at what's there. And so many times we've found incredible places because we just wandered around on mm-hmm. our own two feet for a little bit. Yeah. Kind of, kind of with that, if I can just interject, add my own little two cents to that. Um, thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, would just be to include um, plan spontaneity is what we call it. So like so often we kind of have the mentality that we have to book up our trips. We have to use the most of our time. But some of our best experiences have been when we just go to people and be like, hey, what should we do today? And then people like are like, oh, you should go do this or go check out this. And then we end up doing these really cool things that we never even would have thought of. And so just like include some free space to let the place speak to you. Oh, I love that. Great tips. <laughs> Is there anything right now at the top of your travel bucket list that you haven't been able to cross off yet? Oh, so many things. <laughs> we were actually just talking about this. Um, we want to, we've been scuba diving, but we want to go scuba, scuba diving again. We want to go skydiving and we really want to go to like, like Africa, especially Northern Africa, Egypt, Morocco. Um, yeah. My number one destination, one place to go right now, would be Mediterranean. Uh, kind of any country Ooh. that borders the Mediterranean. So Southern Spain, Southern France, Italy, Greece, um, Jerusalem. Mm. Okay, we're just going to start naming countries if you don't cut us off. Yeah, we have a really long bucket list. <laughs> but it's all, it's all kind of one region. I'm like, what's like, at the very top? Region. And you're like, here's A through Z. <laughs> <laughs> here's half the world that we... <laughs> very yeah. top of our list. It just continues to go. So talk to me, if you would, a little bit about the digital nomad lifestyle, how you've created a business around it and your podcast. Yeah. So this is something, again, we could talk about all day long. We love, (laughs) I know, sorry, we're really like, we're really chatty today, but um, we love being able to go 
um, explore the world while building a business. It's like the greatest of all the things, I, in my personal, very humble opinion. <laughs> um, I, it's so fun to, to create something together that allows us to, to travel. So we actually um, have recently pivoted into coaching people to help them become digital nomads uh, since people were just so curious of, and there's such a, a desire to become digital nomads. And we're like, okay, like yeah. we're just going to help people. And it's literally the most fulfilling thing. It's so fun. So that's what we do. And then our podcast is, is around that as well. Our podcast is called the profitable nomad couple. And we just give tips on growing business. We give, um, tips on traveling, um, and just our, our insights, I guess. Yeah. yeah it's like, it's the best of both worlds. Being able to travel and run your business while you're doing it. It's Yeah. I don't know if I could That's think of the dream better. right there. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So before I let you go, where can we find you? How can we follow along in your adventures? Yeah, thank you. Um probably the best place would be on Instagram. We are uh, pretty active on there. It's really easy to find us at Austin and Monica is our handle. Um, and then if you wanted to visit our website, also austinandmonica.com. Yeah. Excellent. I will certainly include links in the episode show notes. I hope that you will come back again and again and again, because you guys are a delight. <laughs> Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, the best way to show your support is to rate or review us on whatever platform you're listening. And if this episode left you feeling like you just had to be there, reach out to Kelly to start planning an adventure of your own. Don't forget to follow us at HadToBeThere203 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And visit our website, www.HadToBeThere.net. Until next time, get out there and make your own Had to be there, memory.